This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Flunkies. See, I said it right. My part- partner always wants to steal my lines here. Who cares? Welcome to the NWA Saturday special. You're home for all things current NWA. And let me tell you, we got a, as uh, my partner says, a meaty show. So get your, uh, your uh, fork and your knife out and get ready to dig into this wonderful show that we have ready for you this week because i think finally they actually did something right after a pay-per-view and actually put a good power on so i'm really really looking forward to breaking it down so let's bring them in my co-host the podfather himself who cares welcome to the show welcome to the program whatever you want hey welcome this thing yeah what are you doing coming thanks for showing up yeah, the pleasure's all yours. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for showing up. Yeah, it's only my show. It's only uh, whatever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, doctor, um, we got a lot of great comments on our reaction special uh, from back on Monday for uh, Nuff Said. Thank you very much. Nuff Said. Nuff Said. <laughs> and uh, this past Tuesday, we had a, uh episode of uh, Power, uh from the PBS studio so they were taping nova and three two one contact in the other studio um and uh what and we had oh geez i'm burping i just hiccuped it's just the scott hall storyline it like uh throw up in the back of your mouth or <laughs> it's like uh it's like the scott hall storyline in what is it 99 is come to the ring with solo cups um so all right so big episode of power this past tuesday Hey, doctor, um, as, uh, uh, you know, we got out of the enough said pay-per-view back on Saturday and, uh, boy, do we have a great power and I have a feeling, I have a feeling, an inkling, an inkling that I think I know where we're going between now and the end of August for NWA 75. I have a feeling. So let's just jump right in and head into uh, this power, which took place on uh, Valentine's Day, Tuesday night, uh, from the PBS studios in Tampa. What a, what a great way to spend Valentine's Day. Girlfriend to, to watch power. Exactly. To watch a bunch of guys sweat. Anyway, uh, thank you as always, Josh Lopez, to help me out with the notes. You can follow him on Twitter at The Hoots Podcast. H-O-O-T-S, The Hoots Podcast. Joe Galley, Velvet Sky, Tim Storm, your announcers. Uh, this week's episode starts with Kyle Davis interviewing our world's heavyweight champion, Tyrus. Gives a shout out to the internet haters. 
Strong kid. Aaron Stevens and Rolando Freeman hijacked the interview. Stevens says that Tyrus owes him a favor, demands a title shot. Freeman is tired of Tyrus ducking him. <laughs> I can't really duck you, Rolando, since you go up to his penis. Um, Stevens pokes fun at Freeman's size. Freeman challenges Tyrus to a match. Tyrus says, why not? So out of the gate, Dr. G, we have an NWA World's Heavyweight Championship match at the end of the show. Um, I don't know what the champion with 12 pounds of gold. What do you expect? Well, 12 pounds of gold versus six pounds of shit. Although he's 387 pounds. Never mind. Anyway, we uh, hop in with our first match of the evening, and it is a title match. You know, the most watched World Heavyweight Champion. That is correct. What do we say if you don't? And what did you say to all the haters? If you don't like it, who cares? Who cares? Oh, so that's pretty good. You, you were uh, you were, you got you got a little pushback on that. I enjoyed that, Doctor G, standing his ground and swinging. Anyway, our first match uh, on Power was a title match. Uh, I I goofed on the uh, reaction special, Doctor, that the one championship that was not on the line on uh, on uh, Saturday night was this one, the NWA World Television Championship. The yeah. champion, of course. What's that? Now you know why. Now you know why. Our world's television champion is, of course, Jordan Clearwater. And he was defending, I think it was an open challenge. And who walks out? Tom Latimer. Tom, of course, defeated um, Fodder in the uh, Singapore Kane match on Saturday night at the pay-per-view. Clearwater. Plays mind games with Latimer, hits a straight right hand, then rains down haymakers. He dumps Latimer out of the ring. Idol sends Latimer face first into the steel ring post. Of course, Austin Idol managing Jordan Clearwater. Clearwater rolls Latimer back into the ring, goes for the cover for two. He tosses Latimer out of the ring. Referee is distracted by Idol like he does very well. Clearwater whips Latimer into the steel ring steps. Clearwater flexes his muscles. Clearwater, Jordan Clearwater is a good worker, and he's pretty good shape, too. He's pretty, uh, pretty fit. So one of my more favorite workers in the company. Hits some clubbing blows to Latimer's back, then eats three haymakers. Uh, Latimer then hits an atomic drop, clotheslines Clearwater. He starts throwing bombs. Latimer ducks a clothesline, hits the pop-up power bomb, then ratchets up the crossface, and Jordan Clearwater taps out. Yes, finally, finally, the rock. <laughs> After years at <laughs> the rock, uh, you roll no with your mouth. Finally, after years of shoveling shit and doing everything asked of him, he finally gets rewarded. Tom Latimer is your new world's television champion. Out comes Camille. They hug and kiss and smoochie. Now the power couple of you said, you're still you're still less than me, but yeah, I mean I'm the at I'm least the, you're a champion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You you have some trinkets. I've had mine for 600 and something days. So, uh, anyway, what'd you think of that big, big, uh, big title switch? And, and again, doctor, I think this is huge for the company. I think this is the first of what could be a step in the right direction for the company and for Tom Latimer, because at, after what we see at the end of the night, uh, I will give you my theory on, uh, not Austin theory, my theory on what I think is going to happen uh, from here on out through the rest, through the winter, into the spring, and yes, into the summer as we get to NWA 75 in late August. So, first off, though, your thoughts, Tom Latimer winning his first no, I think that's a singles great championship. Question. I think it's a, a nice way to 
start the, I guess, next season. You know, I don't know how they do their seasons, but whatever. Just after a pay-per-view, come out hot. You had an NWA title match. Yeah, that was really no big deal. You had this match. This match really... When you're watching this, you're like, wow, okay, now we're, we're now we're heading in the right direction. That's how I feel. We'll see what happens mm-hmm. in the coming weeks, but this is a great choice to be world's television champion. Yeah, I it's, agree. Tom Latimer has earned his keep. To becoming maybe heavyweight champion one day. Um, I could see him carrying the banner for this company for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. You know, member of Strictly Business. Um, great friends with Nick Aldis and, you know, they, you know, I, I just, uh, nothing but good stuff. I, I, you know, you love the little power couple with Camille, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, good stuff. I'm, I'm very happy with it. Very, very happy with it. Me, me too. I am glad that Tom Latimer has, now he has, he has had gold because if you remember back in the day, pre COVID him and Royce Isaacs as the wild cards were the uh, world tag team champions. So he has held gold. But now he holds his first singles championship in the NWA. He is the new world's television champion. Love it. Joe Galley then the Joe Galley then uh, uh, comes with a big bomb of an announcement. <laughs> our next pay-per-view. Our next pay-per-view will be Friday night, April 7th. For us cat legs. That's a good Friday. Uh, so we can enjoy some fish sticks and pay-per-view. What do you think? <laughs> Egg salad and headlocks. <laughs> locks and headlocks, if you like, uh, for all of our, our Jewish fans that enjoy Passover. You know, some locks and locks and headlocks. What do you think? I don't like locks. I'm not a big salmon fan. I'm not no. going to lie. Your daughter, your daughter likes salmon. Your wife likes salmon. I'm they not do. a big salmon. You hate fish. So Lent sucks for you. This is our little Catholic corner for a minute. You hate Lent because you hate you're, you're a picky eater. So there's not I much you. First of all, just because I I don't care for fish because I got sick on it as a kid does not mean that I'm a picky eater. I'll eat my pizza. You could have pizza. You could have grilled cheese. You know, you could have very ah grilled cheese and eggplant. 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 Yes. I've anyway. Egg. So anyway, Good Friday, April seventh. The pay per view is called NWA. Three one two, and you're wondering what's with Billy and these fucking numbers. Well, you know where the three one two is. Yes, that is the area code for Chi Town. Yes, they will be in Chicago on Friday night, April seventh, for NWA three twelve. And actually, when I made that, when I said that uh, on this week's episode of Main Event, Steve Willie knew exactly what I was talking about. Now, uh. The big announcement also coming out of that is at that show, we will have our inaugural. They Remember, they, they threw it out there like, what, weeks and weeks ago, Dr. G, and then kind of let it hang in the wind? Yeah. We will have our inaugural NWA Women's Television Champion. Now, Billy with the belts is starting to get a little kooky, like he's starting to be like Tony Khan level of just chucking belts everywhere. But I have a, I hopefully this kind of taps out the belts because we don't need that many. We now have, let's see, world title, national title, TV title. We have the world tag titles. We have the U.S. tag titles. We have the junior heavyweight title. We have the women's title. We have the women's tag title. And now we have the women's television title. So there's nine championships 
in the NWA right now. I think I think that's uh, pretty good. I mean, with the women's division, there there are a lot. They have a, a, a decent women's roster. I mean, I know some of them probably are, are not under full time contract with NWA, but um, I mean, yeah, it is a lot of belts, but um, I think you have enough people to kind of. I think the men they have a little tougher a time. Mm. Yeah. Um, so. I don't. Know. I mean, uh, who do you, who would you, who do you like as your dark horse to to pick up that championship, the women's championship, women's uh. Um. Well, I could see it being. In my opinion, it's going to be one of two, and I believe the uh, I believe the qualifying matches start today. On today's episode of uh, NWA USA uh, on YouTube uh, later today, if you're listening to this as it dropped, in a, obviously in a few hours, um, my two- picks are my what? My picks are either genocide or Natalia Markova or Kevin Nash, because Kevin Nash would want to win the uh, NWA Big Sexy Television Championship. Um, so. I that, think it's either, I think it's genocide or Natalia Markova. Those are my picks. I'm, uh, I I can't argue with you on those. I think those 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 are the 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 ladies they want to build. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, so there and you go. Also, so, it also helps them if they want really want to keep Camille strong as champion for a while. At least if you have a secondary championship, that helps the division a little bit. But correct. also helps her storyline, if you know what I mean. So those are the big announcements from Joe Galley this week. The next pay-per-view, NWA 312-312, will be on Friday night, April 7th in Chicago, site to be determined. And at that event, we will have our inaugural NWA Women's Television Champion. I think it's going to be like at some, almost like some kind of club or something, or... Ah, It'll probably be at another hall. It'll probably be at another hall, most likely. Maybe it'll be at Wrigley. Who knows? I don't think they're ready to go. I mean, I, it, it was weird because the Crockett Cup originally a few years ago was going to be in a couple thousand seat arena. I don't know. Do you think they could do it? I don't know about this show. Chicago's an interesting wrestling town. It's 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 probably the second best wrestling town behind New York. Um, I don't know if they'll do that for this show because this is like a – this is why I'm pissed that they pigeonhole themselves into only doing NWA anniversary weekend in St. Louis. That pisses me off to no end. That was a stupid move by Billy. That was stupid. Um. Anyway, we'll see. Uh, Throw Billy Silas comes out, says he wants a shot at the national heavyweight title, of course, currently held by Scion. Matt Cardona calls out Bully Ray. I like that because that means that Bully Ray will not be going after the world's title because Sean Kidd panicked when he saw that at the end of the pay-per-view. Um, the Renegade Twins, your new uh, women's tag team champions. Who and defeated, tag team. Oh, they're awful. They're fucking awful. Uh, uh, who, of course, beat Pretty Empowered. They had a confrontation with Pretty Empowered. Ella Envy is so good. Like, she was like, she was spitting at him and yelling and swearing and, and you know, trashing it up and being held back. And it was just so good. Why they drop the titles, I just don't understand. I don't understand. Because the Renegade Twins have, like, zero charisma. Zero. My opinion. Zippo. So. It'll be see. Listen, we thought that about a lot of the uh, folks. You know, we weren't even too thrilled when Camille first, you know, 
broke out on her own from Strictly Business and look at what she where she's at. So, you know, let's give it a shot. Let's see what happens. Well, Camille had a yeah, but that's different, though. Camille, like you could see that the egg was going to crack and she was going to blossom. I don't just don't see it out of these two. But anyway, I mean, I, listen, I agree with you. I'm not I'm not saying that I, don't, I think they're great, but, you know, just let's give it a shot. Let's see how let's see how they do as champions. And if not, they'll take the belts off of them and put them on somebody else. Or they won't because uh, Billy doesn't do that. Anyway, our second match of the night, Angelina Love, who lost the no DQ match to Camille on Saturday night, takes on uh, La Rosa Negra, who won her match in the on the pre-show. Uh, yeah, it was okay. Negra goes for an Alabama slam. Love rolls her over for two. Love hits a drop toe hold in the middle turnbuckle pad. Love stomps on Negra's back, chokes Negra with her boot. She slams Negra's head on two turnbuckle pads, then rams her boot across the back of her neck. Then a sidewalk slam for two. She applies a rear chin lock. Angelina loves dominating this match. Negra comes back with some heavy body shots. Then an inside cradle for two. Negra follows that with a schoolgirl roll up for two. Then two spinning back kicks. And then connects with the frog splash. And picks up the win. So a clutch win for uh, La Rosa Negra. Who won on the pre-show. She upsets Angelina Love. So, uh, you know, La Rosa Negra could be a... uh, could be a dark horse for yeah. the uh, women's television title. Never the, know. The women on on the end of, in the NWA really work their asses off. Their matches, for the most part, most of the women's matches are very good. Yes, I agree. I, the women's matches they never take a match off, and that goes. That's and I think that starts at the top. Camille never does, and I feel like they try to follow her lead, so they go all the way down the line. And Camille, um, you know, and they and the women after that put on amazing matches. So right. Uh, next up, not a title match, but our world's tag team champions, La Rebellion, taking on the Mortons, father and son. And this is very interesting, Dr. G. Very interesting. Uh, very interesting. Uh, not a bad match. You know, it's Carrie and, of course, uh, Ricky. Carrie, our junior heavyweight champion. Uh, Carrie whips Bestia across the ring. Bestia hits a knee lift. Wolf, uh, Mecha Wolf clotheslines Carrie. And then uh, hit with a cheap shot to Ricky. The referee tells Ricky to get out of the ring. Wolf with a vertical suplex for two. Wolf slams Carrie's head on the top turnbuckle pad. Then some heavy body shots in the corner. Wolf tags in Bestia. Bestia repeatedly stomps on Carrie's chest. Bestia taunts Ricky. Wolf attacks Carrie behind the ref's back. Bestia drives Carrie back first into the turnbuckles. Bestia with a running uppercut. Then kicks Bestia in the face. Carrie with a forearm smash. Carrie rolls under a clothesline from Bestia. Carrie tags in Ricky. Ricky with a series of clotheslines. Ricky with a headlock, head scissors, takedown combination. Ricky drills Bestia with the Canadian Destroyer for two. Would look pretty good, actually. Uh, Carrie nearly clocks Ricky with the kiss at goodbye. Uh, why, I don't know. I, I think it was some miscommunication. Wolf dumps Carrie out of the ring. Bestia rolls Ricky over and picks up the victory. So La Rebellion with some miscommunication gets the win. And then Carrie is like jaw-jacking and wanting to keep fighting Lauder Bellion. Papa Ricky's telling him to chill out. Carrie's like pushing his dad, like, get out of my way. And Yeah, what's so going you, on? You might be right, Doctor. I, you, you've been calling this one for a while. Uh, we could see the Carrie Morton heel turn. And, and but, I'm, I'm curious if, I if, thought if the Hawks pull it off. Do it, but maybe it's going to happen with the Mortons. Yeah, well, the Hawks have not been on much since, their, since the show's in uh, Chalmette back in, uh, what was it, November or December. Um uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I don't know if Kerry Morton could pull off being a heel. He's barely tolerable as a babyface. I can't even imagine him as a bad guy. So I don't know. 
he, uh, he has a future. He, uh, if he could just put on 20, 30 pounds, bulk up a little bit, I think he'd really have the look. Right. You right. know, but um, it's going to be, be interesting to see if they'll do a father. It seems like, you know, um, I don't know if you saw on Facebook the other day, I think I was showing you like in one of the studios, you know, whatever, that PBS studios that uh, Ricky Morton was sitting with Billy. It looks like, you know, Billy's getting some help from some of the, you know, uh, veterans, like a right. Ricky, whatever. It seems like Ricky's working along with the NWA. So, um, so you may see some of these old school storylines. You know, uh, wrestling storylines are recycled every generation. So, it's just a matter of if, if how the execution is, and if you have the right people to execute it. Right. So, no, I agree hundred percent. And uh, you know. It, maybe he's a spoiled brat, or maybe he's doesn't he's tired of dealing with his dad's crap, or I don't know. It, I would be very interested to see uh, how this plays out. You know, yeah. uh, uh, you know. So we'll see. We'll see. Be very curious how that plays out with another heel, because he was, you know, he was dealing with heel homicide. Who's wrestling this weekend? By the way, I'll talk about that in a minute. All right, time for our main event. As Tyrus, the world's heavyweight champion, takes on Rolando Freeman with his with his uh, partners, the Spectaculars. Um, obviously a very quick match. <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to go through the notes, but Freeman, it's 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 a giant uh, it's a giant comedy shit fest. Eventually, Tyrus hits an elbow drop and picks up the win. Uh, but then during the match. Out comes Black G's, of course, his the church's money, his manager. But he's not coming out alone to go to the ring. He stops halfway, and who's standing next to him? EC3. Yes. And Black G's is wearing a white jacket, which he normally doesn't do. He normally wears, you know, black leather and stuff. Uh, again, Tyrus picks up the win, but then Tyrus is looking at Black G's like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing with this bozo? And they're, like, chatting and looking it up, and then that's it. And then we're off the air. Uh Great episode of Power. Um, we have a title change, of course. Tom Latimer, our new world's television champion. And Tyrus now may be losing his manager if they're trying to really babyface him up. Uh, before I get to my theory, Doctor, what were your thoughts on the episode? I thought it was good. I thought it was very action-packed. It went very fast. You know, there's sometimes I'm watching Under Power. I'm like, it's like sometimes I'm like, all right, is this thing ending now? You know, like... You know, the, where are you going? But this this was a very action-packed. Uh, like I said, the women always put on a great match. Um, it was nice to see a title change. Just just a nice way, like, you know, we used to look forward to the, the Raws after WrestleMania or after the pay-per-views. It, it, you know, back, in, especially in the Attitude Era, it had that, that feeling of, I mean, I don't want to put it to that level. But, you know, like, for what we've been watching recently, I think it definitely had a great feel to it. And... Gives you some hope that maybe they're uh, booking in the right direction. No, you know, we, we, we talk sometimes in our chats. We don't know why, you know, what they're doing with Tyrus and everything. I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, the guy can't wrestle. We know that. He's not a great wrestler at all. He's there because, let's let's honestly, it's because of his fame outside of wrestling. I, I really believe that. Like, they're just trying to see if they could get some pub somewhere, you know. That's, right. That's my feeling on it. And if that's what, what Billy thinks he needs to do to get the championship out there, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Will it 
add up. You know, I don't know how this pay-per-view did. You know, that's the problem when you're not really like a public company or anything like, like I, I have no idea how, what kind of money they make off this. I, I mean, I know probably Meltzer or somebody finds, you know, how many buys, you know, a lot of times they have to get, you know, whatever, 5,000 buys to make money at whatever it is, you know, right. They're not going to be at the level AEW and, and WWE. So, um, I don't know. I, I just, I feel that the company needs to find a direction. Like I said, it felt like, uh, you know, Dave Lagana had a, had a, a vision with Billy and that vision obviously didn't never really totally true came to pass. So now it feels like Billy's trying to search for something. And obviously COVID and that changed, you know, all the plans, but he's got to do, he's got to do a lot with little. And that's, that's not an easy thing to do. It's easy for us to sit here and say, but when you don't have mm-hmm. a lot, the guy's not going to put, he doesn't have that kind of money. He's not going to put $30, $40 million into, into this wrestling company. So he's got to do what he can to, to make some, some money and to try to put it back into the company. I, I doubt he's making any money personally on it. It's probably more just um, something he enjoys doing, but maybe eventually he'll make some money, but I don't know. I, I think, I think, um, I think this year is going to be a very telling year for the company. I think you, I think you got to set some kind of direction to take this company. If you want to take it to even a next level. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Um, you know, I, I, I know I goof around that, uh, you know, here he is in another bingo hall or, uh, you know, somebody's getting married in the middle of the main event kind of thing, but you know, he, maybe eventually he does do some kind of, and he's doing this combo show with, um, uh, with CMLL in uh, on March 4th. So he's making, I mean, yes, obviously it's partially a Smashing Pumpkins thing, but you know what? You do what you do. Well, and, he's crossing over and he's using his, the, the, he's been pretty successful in his career in the music industry. Yes, it's two different industries, but there's some similarities. So you, sometimes you got to just do, sometimes it's just grassroots and you got to do, do um, basic old school things that sometimes still work even in today's world. But it's ultimately it's the product you put on the air. And if you could build some stars, the problem the problem is with a with a company like his, and maybe you're right, we've talked about this before. Maybe he needs to join out one of the big two companies or even, you know, um impact that once a guy becomes really, really good and really popular or, you know, has something that the other companies there's the bigger companies are gonna come up with bigger money. And, you know, you can't blame them. You can't fault them for wanting to go and make make a, a bigger career out of it. Right. I mean, look what happened with uh, Ricky Starks. And, you know, uh, you, you know, we had the the Briscoes for a little while. You know, like these guys are. Uh, if they get an sh- opportunity to get a bigger contract, they're going to go. So does NWA hook on and kind of be like a feeder system kind of thing, almost like. a. Uh, what was it when the NFL had the was it the uh, the World League or whatever it was, you know, right in, over in Europe? Uh, yeah, the World League of Professional Football. Yeah. yeah, so like something like that, you know, you know, run as as the NWA separate company and everything have champions, but like you know, have like a working arrangement. But you know, and WWE doesn't need it; they have NXT, but AEW doesn't have anything. You know, I, I don't know, I don't. I, well, technically, AW is Ring of Honor, but it depends how he treats Ring of Honor. 
He's going to shoot Ring of Honor. I guess March 2nd, ROH will be starting their TV show again. So I think, so the one thing, Billy is not a uh, Billy. Um, uh, Tony Khan is not going to use um, Ring of Honor as his NXT. It's going to be its own separate entity like it used to be. So, which is what it should be. So, yeah, it, I kind of, I kind of like that model. And that was a model when WWE bought WCW. That was the rumor that they were going to have like their own show, run their own company, maybe do like a Super Bowl kind of thing. Right. You know, or at WrestleMania or something like that. But um, I don't know. I, I There's, there's got to be. I think there's a future for because I mean the whole thing we loved about it, and I think the only thing I wish you could bring that feel back was I like the way they had that original stage for for the studio show, you know, the with the desk and everything mm-hmm. was was Dave Marquez and it didn't need to be Dave Marquez. I know that Sean Mooney did it and all different people. Um, it, I don't know. I had that old school six oh five feel, and I think that's what people liked about it. Like bring back bring back that old school feel, but with a little new school twist to it with the new guys and um, I don't know. I like that feeling, but I don't feel it has that, that same feeling we had back in 2019. For power. Um, I agree. Uh, it's, it sounds like obviously they bailed from Georgia, um, you know, cause they were big in Atlanta. Uh, now it sounds like they are in um, Nashville. Nashville now. Uh kind of replacing um kind of replacing uh um uh impact Atlanta as the, well uh, Atlanta as sorry I brain farted Atlanta as their you know as their place yeah so, I, I think you know it would it's just I like the feel of the the the, the studio show kind of thing but Ultimately, you're not going to be able to survive just on that. So or, you know, that's why I feel like the pay-per-views need to be. And I, they did, do, you know, remember, remember the pay-per-views used to just be in the same studio. So at least they got away from that. And they, sometimes they go to a little bit bigger of a place, obviously. But you got to make the pay-per-view see something special. You know, they're starting to do a little bit more gimmick matches. But you got to you got to have something that's kind of separates it from what you watch on Power every week. Right. Because I think that's what was happening in the two big companies, too. Like, after a while, I was like, okay, I could watch this on free TV. Why do I need to pay, you know, not, you know, to watch something? So you, so sometimes you got to add some stipulations, some different things to make it seem bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, no, I agree. I'm interesting to see, but they definitely got to do more things like they're doing with the CMML or, you know, they need to, to do, you know, essentially kind of like house shows, but, you know, maybe you hook up with some smaller indie companies or, you know, I mean, they're technically an indie company if you really want to be honest, but, you know, hook up with some of those companies, you know, you're like up here, you got Northeast wrestling, you got, you know, I think Delaware has a company, uh, you know, like most of the States have some kind of small indie promotion that you can kind of hook up with. Cause some of these guys that are in the NWA are wrestling on the Indies anyway. Right. Yeah, they bounce around like Cardona. He's like everywhere. Um, he's going to be at. He's actually going to be at this GCW show that's tonight, late tonight. Um, uh, it's actually a busy weekend for wrestling, uh, Doctor. Speaking of the NWA, in terms of you know guys and their promotions, um, 
obviously the big show is if you're listening to this on Saturday morning, the big show is uh, tonight uh, in Montreal. Uh, getting a lot of pub, a lot of pub. This this is legit. This whole situation of Sami Zayn and Roman and I mean, this is a big deal tonight. I don't I, I'm this might be a bigger deal than the rumble going on right now. Um, but uh, and of course, uh, New Japan has their Battle of the Valley tonight out in San Jose. Some pretty good matches there, including Mercedes Monet. Of course, the artist formerly known as Sasha Banks, making her New Japan debut, and she's already in a title match. She's facing uh, Kyrie for the um, IWGP women's title. Um, and then, of course, GCW has their Middle of the Night, which is at 11 o'clock tonight at the, I think it's the Ukrainian cultural center it sounds like a place nwa would go um in in la so busy day of wrestling uh a busy saturday of wrestling doctor yes i mean you know <laughs> so I, I, I would love to see the nwa you know especially like if you want to do some stuff here in the northeast hook up with some of the indies companies here have you know your your champions in the nwa wrestle on these shows so this way there's some familiarity so when you do, if you do hold a show, you know, here, mm-hmm. it's going to be very hard for him to do shows here. It's it's more expensive to do stuff in the Northeast. So it's, you know, he's that's why I think he's got to hook on with another company. Maybe you should hook up with uh, Kevin Kelly's. Uh, yeah. You know, that'd be pretty cool. I would drive to Hamburg for a NWA pay-per-view. What do you think? Yeah, why not? Why not? I mean, listen, any to me when you're in that at that level, you you know you don't you're not dealing with stockholders and you know uh, big television deals. You know what you could you could do your own thing. You know who who's to say what's what's right or what's wrong? You just do it. Right. What what else? Do you, what do you have to lose? Really? I mean, so um, I concur. You're exactly right. Um, so there you go. What a weekend of wrestling. The NWA with a big power. And we'll see, obviously, a new episode of NWA USA uh, today as the qualifying matches for the women's television title get started. Um, We'll talk about that next week. And I believe uh, power power this week will have some women's television matches uh, as well. So pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. NWA, uh, I think, is starting to maybe get out of their malaise a little bit. Um, and, uh, you know. Oh, so here's my uh, theory before we go anywhere. Oh, that's, where's so, theory? So I think because we saw EC3 and Black G's together, I think eventually EC3 is going to become the next world's heavyweight champion. I think he beats Tyrus at some point in the next couple pay-per-views. And the build, and the build, and the build, and then the last weekend of August at NWA 75 in St. Louis, EC3 will drop the world's heavyweight title to his rival, Tom Latimer. I think they're building to that feud because that feud is built in already. It's hot. I I like it. I definitely like it. I could see it. That That would be nice. So that's my that's my that's my theory right now. I do not think Tyrus and Bully Ray will be wrestling each other for the title. I don't. At least not in a pay-per-view setting where I just don't see that happening. It sounds like Bully Ray and Matt Cardona are going to have a little fun. And that could be interesting. 
So, uh, if you want to hear the previews of the shows today uh, that are going on tonight before you watch them, check out the newest episode of Place Be Nation's main event. Myself, Pete Schermacher, Steve Willie, we previewed Elimination Chamber. We previewed New Japan Pro Wrestling's Battle of the Valley. And we did preview briefly, because we don't really know all the matches, uh, GCW's Middle of the Night. That's free, actually. It's 11 o'clock Eastern Time tonight. If you're listening to this on Saturday, if you're listening to this Sunday, it's already happened. And you, if you have Fight Plus, uh, you can get it for free. And if you're watching New Japan, they're all five-star matches. Exactly. But these, this isn't in Japan. This is in uh, this is out in San Jose, California. This is not in oh, so Japan. It's only four and a quarter. Um, that's 20 bucks on Fight TV. But in, in 30 days, it's, it drops on New Japan World, you know, stream for free. So, And then, of course, tonight in Montreal, on the cock, it is WWE Elimination Chamber. And we previewed that as well. Uh, you can find uh, me on Twitter at Scott C Podfather, Dr. G at Dr. G PTV, but please follow the brand on Twitter at PTB and wrestling. We promote so much there. We promote our pods. I do the new wrestling time travel, which every day I, uh, I put the date up and I let everyone know what major shows occurred on this date in wrestling history, WWE, uh, NWA, WCW, ECW, um, and impact and new Japan. I, I would, I go through those. That's- like the master suite of of the quadrupods when you come to the place to be wrestling that one. What do you mean the masters? Me? Yeah, not, that's like the the you know we, you know in the in the quad we're like the suite. Oh yeah, the the, the you know yeah, we're in the owners we're in the owner suite. Of course we are. I built it. Okay. All co built it. But now I sit in it on my uh, sit it. So I am in it alone. Then the Andy Andy Atherton, then the PTV Pop Experience, and then Chad and Aaron and. And uh, Jr. share one for the no so, and I think Jenny sits in there too. So, but PTB, the PTB Wrestling Network, I get to smoke all the cigars I want. So, anyway, uh, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Saturday Special. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, the Saturday <laughs> Special. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the wrestling tonight. Doctor G and I will be back next Saturday morning with your next episode. Uh, we will pr- we will review today's NWA USA and this coming Tuesday's. Um, Power, and we'll uh, take a look at uh, the qualifying matches for the uh, women's television championship. And of course, the big announcement from this past week, the next pay-per-view Friday night, April 7th in Chicago, NWA 312, 312, because that's the area code. And uh, we'll build on that as we move ahead. And I think they're taping powers and stuff the next day. So I think Joe announced that. Have a wonderful weekend. We will talk to you next week. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. Yeah.